Welcome to another episode of the Room Temperature Podcast. I'm Ammon, your main host. Uh, I'm Donovan, your other main host. And, 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 today, and joining us today yeah. is... Jordan Sutherland. Jordan Sutherland. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Let's get a round of applause. <laughs> this is a big moment. First time we've had like a substantial celebrity on the, That's right. on the podcast. Someone of merit. Someone, yeah. <laughs> Someone of merit. <laughs> yeah. I have like 200 Instagram followers. 250? I think you say 200 merits. <laughs> I have 200 merits. God I have many damn. merits. <laughs> um, in the Cub Scouts, I got... You were in Cub Scouts? I got 15 badges. What were they? List them off. Um, Wait, did you like those those like weird like clip things that you got, like you put on your belt? It wasn't a clip. It was like... It was like a badge, but it was like the metal thing. <laughs> I don't think I got any medals. I got, well, because I had like the sash, right? Oh, yeah. we had oh, a sash. Yeah, we yeah. had a sash? I believe so. Did we not? Well, because I, I love Boy I Scouts. Going Did camping. You... Camping was, oh, we talked about this in the cookies. last podcast. We didn't sell cookies. Selling no. We handed out a lot of having, flyers. Having pillow fights. <laughs> the girls' nights. <laughs> Talking about our first periods. <laughs> Was I in Girl Scouts? <laughs> I wasn't. I was in Boy Scouts. I was. I got to the bear. The bear. The bear. How does it go? Yeah. Wait. Oh, Boy Scouts. No, no, no. You were in Cub Scouts. You got... <laughs> I was in Cub Scouts. Well, weren't if there you like got layers? The bear. A layers. Yeah. There's like was wolf, the first one? bear. I don't. I don't know. Puma. No, it was not Puma. Ocelot. I think Puma. there was Black Panther. Because <laughs> the, the, the top one's like Eagle Scout. Maybe that was a little. That was a subdivision of the Boy Scouts. You, Not everyone. Yeah, that was like the Panther. elite, like, like special operations. <laughs> do you know any Eagle Scouts? Yeah, yeah. Gus is one. Gus is Gus an Eagle, is Scout. Eagle Scout. How do you feel about Eagle Scouts? Uh, uh like I, I would never do it. I don't care yeah. about it. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's respectable. it's respectable. Well, I mean, you know, I feel the like actual achievements are respectable. But like, <laughs> like the effort that went into it, yeah. right? But like, it's like I'm an Eagle Scout. You're like, oh. why? Vegans and like cool. Eagle Scouts are like, <laughs> yeah, such like a the... similar level. <laughs> Vegans and Eagle Scouts. It's a very like close. They're like complete opposites too. I guess. What would be like below that or above that? Like below what do that they is place? like. Pescatarians are below like vegans and like talking about their diets. I'd say. Is that people who like eat fish? That's yeah. That's the fish people. I think I'm going to be a pescatarian. Really? Yeah. I just, it is I, really good for you. It is yeah. quite healthy. And, and I just like, because meat is just too fucking good. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah. think that's an argument. I really just think it, it is like, <clears throat> it is natural for your soul to eat meat. Well, like, it's like you primal. Eat, yeah, yeah. It triggers that little like caveman. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, om- like, we're omnivores. We're supposed to eat both. Both. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I just, I... I don't even know if I'm going to be a pescatarian. I just really like fish, and I just don't like beef. I like beef. Yeah, beef fish. is like the worst meat for you, right? It just doesn't mm, taste I think that like good, pork I is. Pork is? Are that, you serious? I, think I thought pork was the healthy one. No, no. chicken's the best. Chicken. I know chicken's the best Fish one. is the best, I think. I just don't understand why there isn't more fish in like our diets. Like There's so much of it in the ocean, and there's so many like fish farms. Because well, it's hard to get all the fish. Like, like If you live in like the middle of the country... I, 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 I guess that's true. Yeah, I guess, well, I guess that was... Because like frozen I, fish. Get it. 
Don't be distracted by Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft just finished installing. Torrents in Minecraft is completely down. I can't, can't tell I'm sorry, that. sorry, sorry. We're going <laughs> to call the cops. Oh we paid God. full price for Minecraft. That's right. That's the right. From the App Store. <laughs> we went on the Android App Store and we downloaded that mother... Freaker. That mother freaker. <laughs> don't you guys' parents listen to the podcast? Uh, don't don't hold yourself back. I don't have to hold myself back. No, but you can now, say whatever you want. Yeah. I say whatever I want. You do say whatever you want. Yeah, do you, have you ever like said anything on the podcast and your parents are like... No, I mean, I, I do don't they, know. Like, if... Do they bring stuff up? Like, Are they ever like, oh, that thing you were talking about on the podcast is <laughs> interesting. Let's keep talking about it right now. Uh, <laughs> no, that sounds a little passive aggressive. I'd be, I'd be scared if my parents said that. <laughs> I like what you're talking about on the podcast. How about we talk about that right now? You're like, mm. Let's do a little podcast right here. <laughs> Just me and you. Take your phone out. <laughs> I have some really good stuff to add to it. That would make me scared if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds scary. <laughs> Do you guys listen to them back at all? No. Once you're finished, or do you guys um, just not? No, no. Really. I don't. I don't like to <laughs> do skim voice. them. I mean, that's I don't fair. even skim them. Like I don't like once these I post like, it, I don't touch these it. These are completely uncut. Yeah, uncut. Un- unless there's something like really big that happens, like we don't cut anything out except like the beginning. <laughs> I like, guess yeah, we yeah, cut right. We cut yeah. what we can out on our phones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's the um? What's the only thing you've cut out? Have you cut anything out in the middle? No, not yet. No. If I said something completely outrageous and horrible, <laughs> dude, say whatever you want. You would. There, I can say anything. You can say anything you want. What, what could be <laughs> outrageous scary. and horrible? <laughs> I, I don't scared. know. Something like, like some crime against humanity <laughs> that what? I could utter. Yeah, what could you possibly? <laughs> no, I want to hear a crime sorry. against humanity. Let's <laughs> hear it. I've, <laughs> what okay. can you muster? Do, okay, <laughs> let's talk about comment sections. Comment sections are absolute shitholes, but I think the worst place for comment sections, like just of pure content, is Instagram. Instagram have you ever sections? gone through Instagram comments? Uh-uh. I have of like Not a lot. famous people or, or like your friends. Uh, of, like like meme pages and like oh, famous uh, people. Uh-uh. If yeah. it's famous people, all bots. If it's like some bitch posting ass it's like a hundred fucking like foreign people like oh baby let me let me <laughs> let me open yoga pants and <laughs> reveal your inner secret to me he's like these beautiful poets from other countries or uh, like if it's if you are on any meme page that has any less than like a hundred thousand followers Every single comment is like the most anti-Semitic, <laughs> stupid, like bullshit. Every meme I was like, even hates Jews. I saw and there's Nazis. <laughs> there was this one today that I saw, and it was like, it was like a, a screen cap of some tweet, and it was like, since you guys are, um, since you guys are boycotting Pornhub, um, here's like a substitution that's like woman owned, and like the next slide was like, how about you just don't jerk off. Right? And that was just, like, the post, okay? I wanted to go... Like, that was just the post. And so I went to, um... I went to, like, the comments. And, um... The the top one was, like... They're all owned by the same, um... Sex trafficking Jews, anyway. (laughs) The entire... Every single reply in the comments... It was this huge... This massive... (laughs) It took up my entire phone screen when I was scrolling through it. My entire iPhone XR (laughs) 6.5... Like, it was going on the fucking, like, um... The the, the little, like... What are they called? What? These things? Oh, like the... 
the the bezels the bezels bezels. (laughs) it was going all the way on the bezels about how how fake the holocaust was it was multiple posts it was just so out of context they could have they could have summed it up in like a couple sentences because everyone knows the holocaust is fake you don't need to write the paragraphs obviously he did this whole like math equation he was like so they would have to be killing ten thousand jews every single year i've seen that before it just doesn't make sense not that many jews died <laughs> so maybe our, 50 <laughs> 50 people max i'll max. give you that they've got like <laughs> i mean yeah they weren't great there's like Anne frank um jeff bezos <laughs> that's about it <laughs> that's, those that's are really the only famous of. ones yeah that's it wow that was a nice uh that was a really tangent. amazing tangent <laughs> so let's talk about your childhood <laughs> My childhood. Anti-Semiticism to your childhood. Well, I'm sure uh, it all cl- They're more closely linked yeah. than, you think, <laughs> than you think. Um, so, I was born into a family of skinheads. My mom was a skinhead. My dad was a skinhead. My brother was a skinhead. My grandma was a skinhead. Grandpa was dead, though, I thought, when you were born. No. Still a skinhead. He, he was still a skinhead. My, my great-grandpa, he actually died with a full head of hair. Um, he was a hairhead, but... Um, once my family shaved it right yeah <laughs> once my family were like all <laughs> yeah. skinheads they they dug them up again and, they, <laughs> shave and they, were they like, scalped them <laughs> yeah they did that thing where like you can be like baptized for like a dead person oh in the morning but like church? more of like you more of like a skinhead thing yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot it was a very a like <laughs> scalped for the dead I yeah for the yeah. dead it was really nice no um i was born in Newport Beach, California, to my father, Robert Sutherland, and my mother, Candace Sutherland. Um, I don't remember it at all. Really? And then, That's shocking. Most yeah. people remember their births. <laughs> Great detail. All I remember is, um, I remember pre-birth. Mm-hmm. I remember being in the, uh, swimming around in the... In the womb. In the womb. Uh-huh. In the little, what's, what's that sack called? They eat it? You know, you can eat oh, the, placenta? Uh, the placenta. I started munching mm-hmm. on my placenta. I was actually born without a placenta. Like, my mom, my mom was going to blend it into a blender. Dude, you, you, you slurped it up. And I, I said, I, I was starving. I was super hungry. I was like, bitch, I'm, I'm eating your placenta. <laughs> I ate it's placenta. your placenta. Yeah, it's, it's from, like, it was developed from me. So yeah. I just felt like it was fair for me to fair game. eat fair the game. placenta. So, um... Yeah, that's pretty much all I remember. I was two years old when we moved. My brother was born. Um, one of my first memories was... Um, I, have two, I have two first memories. Oh, I don't know which one comes a, first. I don't know which one comes little, first, which is the problem. They were very close. I can, like, remember most of my memories based on, like, the house I was in. Yeah. Because, like, I've been... I moved a lot through my life. Um, one of my first memories is either... Um, being scared on the stairs while my parents yelled at each other oh. or, or um me being in the kitchen while my mom was cooking i was the weirdest freaking kid ever <laughs> i was the strangest i i had so i knew that kids like because i i feel like this was a big thing in the early 2000s was like imaginary friends right yeah like i feel like there were a lot of like portrayals of those on like tv and like mm. they would talk about having like imaginary friends so i was like well, I don't want to be a normal kid and have an imaginary friend. I want to have an imaginary village. 
<laughs> so I had like I, they all had houses. It was this little like cloud world, and mm. there were like a shit ton <laughs> Where of where like, was it? Um, in the clouds. <laughs> no, it I mean, was it was real up high. I don't know if it just floated did around. Did you ever like enter it? <laughs> you could just think of it. I just I, I don't yeah, think so I'm I saying, ever like, really... where <laughs> somewhere in like fucking Canada. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really have a placement. I just thought about it. Um, I and there were so there were a lot of like nice people, and then there were these two kids. There were these this pair of twins that like I hated, and they were super obnoxious. But like they were all. But I made them. I made Shut them. up. <laughs> so um, the this is my second first memory was me in the kitchen like thinking about it, being like short as like shit, and I'm like opening like a cabinet and like closing it again, and I'm thinking of these like imaginary twins, and I'm like. Yeah, they're so obnoxious that they said that their birthday was every single day, but they ended up they ended up aging every single day, so they died really fast. <laughs> Damn, like, you got them. That's. I was like, they learned their kid. lesson. I told you, I was weird. It was super bizarre. I don't understand they why. Like, had I would these... not want to come across. <laughs> you. They learned their lesson. Four year old. I was like, dude. I was just like, I, I don't know how young I was, but it was like at least. Um, first or second grade i don't know if this was a normal thing but i was just like really happy with like being like by myself i remember being on this playground like full of like kids and i would like i was in this like imaginary like factory this imaginary like rube goldberg machine and i like pulled this lever and it did this big like chain reaction in the factory and it was just all happening like around kids it was happening around the it kid. Was happening, like, around the <laughs> yeah, I was like literally I must have looked like so dumb because I was just like I, I know you can see it, but I was just reaching and like pulling, pulling levers and like pulling levers and like hitting buttons and like I don't know if that was normal for like a first or second grader. Um I don't know. I don't I never had I didn't do that. I never had an imaginary can, like, can I say I you made me think of my first memory. What's you know, your first memory? I, I don't know if this is it. I remember looking out the window and seeing kids with backpacks walking down the street and be and thinking, I can't wait till I'm old enough to go to school with a backpack. Right? I was, that's I was such in like a kid thought. That's such a kid I'm like, thought. I'm so excited to have a backpack. <laughs> that's a good one. Sorry, that was a Did little Did you get your backpack? Tangent. No, I like that one. No, you I got his. You backpack. never got your backpack. <laughs> I'd cosplay with a little. Um, it was a little. Uh, what was it? Cat in the Hat backpack. I no pretend way. like I'm going to school. <laughs> that's so Man, sweet. I'm about to go to school. Kids are so sweet. They're always on this like constant like, whoa, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But it's also super annoying. Yeah, like those fucking twins. <laughs> like those twins. <laughs> those twins. It's my Sir birthday. Sir Day. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Um. So. That was the beginning of my childhood. I was, like, a really quiet, like, super socially awkward kid. What I think is weird about kids and, like, um, like social awkwardness is that, like, that... When you're a kid, everyone talks to everyone. Like, there's no, like, cliques or, like, no groups or anything, I really feel. Like, obviously, yeah. there's those little ones. But everybody just talks to each other. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, social awkwardness and, like, bad social just kind of, like, culminates in, like, how good you are at talking to other kids you know? Huh. I guess you're right. There's no real There's outcasts. no, like, because I remember, yeah. like, there's still kids who are like, ew, you're weird, but they just say it to, like, their face. That's what they, <laughs> that's and they true. still talk to them after. Yeah, that's Like, it's true. not like, I'm not talking to you. Like, they just don't, like, like them, and they just, like, <laughs> and they still say it to their face. Um, so, I was like, I, I, I don't understand how me as a child is me now. 
because I I pretty much am like polar opposites from what I was. This is like a really like um it, it's just like such a weird thing um like growing and developing to who I am now because uh-huh. I I'm just so different from what I was. Um how often do you how often do you think about that? Do you do you ever think what would former me think of me today do you ever think that i do think about that i think about that pretty frequently actually i think man what would seven-year-old ammon think of ammon today (laughs) do you ever do that not a lot i think i i think i would think that i I don't think i'd like myself now because i was just like this like social awkward like pokemon kid like the kids (laughs) i had one friend his name was jonathan shout out jonathan is he a pokemon kid was he he was also a pokemon yes it was me and this one kid, and we were, like, best friends. We were super tight. Uh, and so, but he was pretty much, like, my only friend. We'd just sit around and talk about, like, Pokemon all day. <laughs> and that's it. Um, so, um, early childhood was really tough for me to, like, remember. Not, not because, like, it was, really it was really difficult for me. Um, it's just, I, I, can't, I don't have, like, a lot of, a lot of details. Um, so, and then my parents got divorced when I was, like, two, no, four, no, five. Are you sure? On my fifth birthday. That's when my <laughs> oh, parents got right. divorced. I thought you yeah. said it was your fourth birthday. I, I don't know. Fifth because birthday? it was my, it was my fourth birthday when Colby was born. So it had to have been my fifth birthday. Okay. I think mm-hmm. it was my fifth birthday. Um, so my parents got divorced, um, and... Uh, both of them, like, kind of, like, spawn into, like, financial turmoil. Mm-hmm. My dad, um, my, like, grandma had, like, bought a place out here. So, like, luckily, my dad was able to move into that. And um, my mom stayed at, like, a, um, like, her, her friend's apartment for a bit. And then we just would bounce around, like, rent and hop different houses because she would always hate it after like three years so did you um, stay with your mom or your dad or did you just no so off? so the weird part was this was the deal that's <clears throat> in that's in writing still this is still what the deal is um so monday tuesday friday or no monday tuesday monday night through Friday morning, I'd be with my dad. Then after school, my mom would pick me up. I'd stay with my mom during the weekends and go back to my dad's. Mm. Um, so, except once I started doing basketball practice, they redid the contract, and I was with my mom on Wednesdays. Oh. Too, Wednesday <laughs> Whoa. Nights. Um, so, uh, it, it's, it's just, like, rough, yeah. like, growing up like that. It's just a pain in the ass. I still hate it because, like, I... I just have to, like, cart my shit around every single week. My brother plays, um, he's, like, starting to practice, like, bass guitar and guitar. He brings, I I feel like a fucking groupie, like, bringing my car around. (laughs) He's got, like, his amp in the back and, like, the two guitars. And um, I have to take, like, all of my art shit. Like, if I want to do, I don't know what I'm going to want to do that week. All my pens, all my sketchbook, everything is just everywhere. That is a... That sounds kind it's of annoying. So, such a pain. And, and the thing is, the thing rooms. is, I only have like, I'm still going to my mom's on the weekends and my dad's during the week. Really? So it's so only like three or four days. Then you can do whatever you want, though, right? Yeah. Once I turn eighteen, I can. But but I'll be I'll be moved out before I turn oh, eighteen. Okay. Wow. Really? Yeah. Down to the ASU. ASU on ASU campus. Dorms. Yeah. The, the dorms. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
which is going to be like, it's gonna, I can't wait to just have one place where I can yeah. have everything. <laughs> but I know the problem is, is like the drama that that creates from me having to come back home for the holidays. Oh. I'm, I'm still going to have to split my Thanksgivings and split like Christmas. Um, but otherwise, like having divorced parents is kind of cool because you get my dad and my mom were so different. They were polar opposites. So uh-huh. my dad like kind of spun into like a bit of like a depression after um, like my mom divorced him um mm-hmm. so he like he would just like let us play like we all day and he would like drink like constantly he didn't make it like obvious it wasn't like an obvious like alcoholic dad like beats you and uh-huh. throws like empty beers a can at you empty cans of beer um it was a very like i like i didn't even like realize until like, he told subtle. me told me recently yeah so he he just like really didn't um like he would like still do things with us but i don't have like a lot of that like throwing the ball around with dad or dad teaches me to do this like i didn't have Mm -hmm. a lot of that like dad in my life i um i had my mom i spent um i i I liked her more like through a lot um through pretty much like all of my memories Uh um once i got like old enough to not just care about like how much video games i played you know what i mean yeah um so and i also like when i was young i had a lot of trouble with like my stepmom like the person my uh dad ended up marrying Mm -hmm. um so it was just like your stepmom which one's the really hot one i (laughs) it's your so if you were to um if you were to be a person who wasn't me, yeah, and from an objective, and <laughs> of course, like, like have a lineup yeah, like of all my parents, yeah, um, my my mom would be the most attractive person, and she's oh, the really? person I get the most um, oh, comments about from my friends. Wait, you don't have the nice house? Yeah. Okay. That we cook those weird egg things at. Or the potato. Well, thing? they've moved since. Yeah, we moved since because um, my mom, mom got another divorce. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she remarried. Yeah, and then she she no yeah she remarried. So I had like a stepdad. He was really cool. He was like six foot eight, and he Whoa. like was that the stoner? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and he smoked a shit ton of weed, and because he would go to Denver for work, and he would just pick up like carts and somehow bring them back on the plane. Nice. And then like I, and it was so it's so it's so funny because after the fact like I just um. I didn't realize, like, how much he was high, because it was just so obvious whatever he was, because his, like, sense of humor would completely change, and he'd, like, he'd laugh at my jokes and shit, um, so he was, like, he he was, like, a really cool guy, and then they got divorced, but they're getting back together again, uh-huh. which is, like, oh, you talk- epic, that's yeah. right, um, so, sorry, you were talking about your stepmom, my stepmom, I just, like, just normal, like, stepmom stereotype like i didn't have like anything like bad happen to me that's the thing like i didn't have bad divorce i had two sets of uh, they were very supportive they just weren't very good at supporting me you know what i mean it was very Uh, difficult for them to like um they, they were just very like flawed people and they just had a lot of trouble like i feel like like raising a kid but i came out I like the way I came out. So, th- so they did a good enough job. They gave like, me the I, right tools. You know, and they I think they me. did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> I like I the way you like, came out. <laughs> I think I have enough, like, drive and I have enough, like, self-motivation that they, they had to have done, like, something right. I would, say, I would say they were pretty good parents, but they are very flawed people. And uh, they taught me how to learn 
from their flaws more than like teaching them how to be like them. Hmm. So you learned what not to do? Yeah, <laughs> pretty that... much. Yeah. I, I definitely like, I want to be <clears throat> as like different from a, like my father as possible. Let's, let's do a little therapeutic exercise. Name, <laughs> name, name three qualities of your dad you admire. Um, all of them have a butt. That's the problem. <laughs> Just leave that um, part out. <laughs> this, I, is, this is uh, this is family family hour. That's right. Like Duncan Trussell, like his family, family hour. hour. I appreciate his attitude towards life. He's very positive. Well, he's, a, he's a he's a very positive man, um, which kind of ties into number two, which is how comfortable he is, even though he isn't in like the best situation and this is like a good and bad thing unfortunately but he is very comfortable in the place he's in and huh. he just makes like as of now or just like all the time all like, the no, time okay. he, he's he's so had he's the same accepting. job he's had the same job for 40 years which is an entry yeah. level yeah, emt that... job um, emt yeah really yeah he got promoted once but he wouldn't listen to corporate so they demoted him <laughs> dang yeah it seems like you'd be able to to climb the ladder in something in like that. 40 years. <laughs> yeah, but he's just very, very comfortable. He doesn't have the... Um, so he's, like, kind of stagnated. Yeah, he's kind of stagnated. Um, and I guess the other quality is that he... Um, I just, I, I just don't think about it enough. You know, can he, like, fix, uh, uh, like, like I, a leaky pipe? Nothing more than, like... <laughs> normal like he doesn't have like a shop or anything um he's how was he with the router with the router you know when your internet goes down that's you know what he's a very he's a very resourceful man and he's the true not... test of a man seriously <laughs> he does not he does not give up he doesn't give up that's he's very, no, good. That's he's, he's very steadfast especially when it comes to like issues like that he very fixing the router he very much does a good job with that he's going to fix the router I, that's <laughs> no an admirable what. quality yeah. you know when you can just i think noah He's a man. Noah is a Noah's a man. Today Noah's we fixed man. the router in the coffee yeah. shop. Nice, nice. After like seven years. <laughs> it took a little while. Good job, good job. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's kind of like the basics of what... How um, was high school for you? You'd how, say, do you think, how different is freshman Jordan to senior Jordan? No, how, how different junior, is junior, so, junior high Jordan? I, I would take junior high Jordan. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Junior high Jordan. I remember that high. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> class president, dude, you were class so, president. I, did you guys vote for me? I think I did. Or did I, you vote for Spencer Griffin? I might've voted for Spencer Griffin. Are you serious? Ammon? Oh, I might have. Did I? I didn't know you like at all. That's true. I, I, thought, did, plus, I thought you were pretty Spencer nerdy. Spencer was like all popular. Yeah. Spencer yeah, was popular. That was, that was the most crazy thing that ever happened to me was winning that shit. I was so happy. Really? Um, yeah. So middle school Jordan was also... I, I think what really set me back, like, socially in school um, was being... I was a year younger than everyone else. And yeah. on top of that, I had, like, the worst, the absolute worst baby face. It was <laughs> god-awful. It was, it was... I I thought... You know, I thought you were cute. I thought you were pretty cute. <laughs> exactly. But that, that's all I was. I was this little, like... I was this tiny boy. Aww. I was a very tiny boy. And I just couldn't have, like... Like, I just physically and, like, 
mentally and like emotionally, I just wasn't as developed. I couldn't have like a hold over a room. You know what I mean? I just didn't have that commanding presence <laughs> that I now do with my, yeah, my yeah. testosterone <laughs> dripping. Like in dripping. Massive right. nuts. And you yeah. ripped it from Mr. Hood. <laughs> <laughs> he has no testosterone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kidding. We, we love you, Mr. Hood. Yeah, he's definitely dude, listening. We should definitely Yeah, you should listen. send him and be like, listen to the room temperature oh, podcast. <laughs> that was an amazing class. Yeah. <laughs> that shaped, that shaped me into who I am today. I, I think that really that, that did it really, really did. Yeah, it was such a good class. But um so I I was just a very meek boy, I think is a good word for me. I was very like meek lad. <laughs> I was super smart, still am. That's true. That's right. <laughs> um, but I was like, I was less of, um, like, if someone talked to me right now, I, I feel like I've learned how to be, like, a normal person and not talk like, well, the um, symbiotic relationship that we have. <laughs> like, I, I still enjoy using, like, big words, but I feel Were like I kind of a know-it-all? Yes, I was a know-it-all. Ah. I would be very like, oh, you said that wrong. Oh. Or, like, <laughs> like, I would do, like, shit like that or be, like... Like, look down on people who, like, spoke like that or, like, seemed, like, uneducated to me. So, I'd be like... Ah, oh, dude, I wish they could see that face. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, gross. These people are lesser Strong. than me. Yeah, so that was my problem. But I was a very... um I, I feel like I lived in the state of not being disliked but not being liked. But um still being there like i don't think i was ever like not seen i was just like i think that's a perfect description i didn't have yeah you're just like the kid you yeah, i was just there. like the kid just i was just president. the kid i was just like jordan i was like, like good enough good kid. I, yeah Everyone I, I, I just seemed like a nice kid i i did like a really good speech i remember i went up to do my speech during the morning announcements with my um my backpack on and I was like, oh, shit. I should have taken my backpack <laughs> off. I was, like, I was like, how many votes did I lose by wearing the backpack? Um, you probably but I, calculated. You're like, I lost at least 20. <laughs> but I ended up winning by three votes. Spencer no. was super pissed because I did some crazy shit, dude. My mom made cookies. I think I remember that. Yeah, I passed them out to like Dang. so many people. I made cookies with her and like packaged them. I think that's what won it for me. I think I took cookies. a cookie from you. Yeah. I definitely they, they, took they a cookie were, from They were good you. as shit. They were really good. I don't know if I voted for you. I think I might have <laughs> took a cookie and didn't vote for you. No. Dude. That's a low. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, so I, so I, I ended up winning that. And I was just this very like straight A president's. We had this thing that was president's list or something that was straight A's. Honor roll was A's and B's. Oh, I was it was the... Um, president's Principal, Principal's Pride. Principal's Pride. Principal's Pride. I was Principal's Pride every single time. Yeah. I didn't lose a single Pride point, which Dang. was like, what was our, like... I remember that. Our and justice. I was in was junior high. No, I did lose a Pride point. You lost one? Yeah. I never lost Cause I one. Because I talked during, like, a fire... <laughs> thing or maybe they didn't end up i don't think they ended up taking it because they i threatened like, you no yeah they were like they were, she was like anyone who talks during this fire th no that was in sixth grade so i didn't lose a pride point during middle school i didn't lose any pride points because there was no pride points at the time no but um i was such like a good kid when i got in trouble for the fire thing bawling <laughs> i was bawling i was like <gasps> i was crying <laughs> like the principal was talking to everyone i was sobbing oh like i was such a sensitive like frankly little bitch kid <laughs> like i would like it's it's totally okay to cry but it's not okay to cry over getting sent to the principal's office but it i mean i mean when you're like a sixth grader when though, you're yeah like, it's, it's like a big deal yeah um oh my god that never mattered 
<laughs> no. <laughs> <But> so much. <laughs> I was like, the god tier threat. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> no, not the principal's office. <laughs> but, um, so, I was just very, um, like, insanely sensitive. And, um, especially for, like, little things like that. So, I just kept... I kept on like that until eighth grade. Even like freshman year, I was still just that young kid. Yeah. Uh, but the thing was, was um, Legacy at the time was a very sheltered place. Oh, yeah. My brother, <laughs> Has it gotten worse? My brother went there now, not sheltered anymore. What? It's a lot of like, I feel like it's gone, or I've heard that it's like gone downhill. No. Yeah, it, it's a lot of very like... Like falling apart. Yeah, like, like they're like normal middle schoolers, like the moaning in the class and like playing porn on their phones and shit like that. Are you serious? That. Yeah. In Legacy now? Crikey. Yeah, it like 8th so grade. It's yeah. like really bad. Like, there's I like feel like that's almost like not do... good for your kid though. No, it's like, awful. Being that sheltered? Like, or like being how... exposed to... No, no, no. Like I... the sheltered. The sheltered is really bad. So I think what started like changing me was um, when I went to Combs High School, which is literally just like... <laughs> yeah. Show. It, it is just... It, it is probably the least sheltered... Well, high school besides like good like, for you after you've come out of legacy exactly yeah. exactly i think it helped besides like poston probably it's not it's like the least sheltered Ooh, place Poston's Poston's it's like a fucking prison <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly so um like i got start i started being exposed to those people who would be like this is how you make a bong out of an apple and they like <laughs> draw pictures for me and, oh, like, diagram. and just like diagrams and like stuff like that and they'd like just a lot of that like kind of like corruption almost not not the corruption the <laughs> good, becoming good of an corruption. adult yeah there like understanding the world more and knowing like what happens um but honestly most of it i was very like i was also very like quiet i was never i don't think i was ever really an introvert or like an extroverted person i don't think you could put me in either like it really depended i, I wasn't really able to like get a hold of like my situation like, it, it was really dependent on, like, what class. I remember, mm, like... That's... Yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah. I remember, like, really, like, like worshipping the, um... <laughs> the the really cool drama kids at the time. No. I know most, most drama kids suck ass, but you remember, like, the drama kids. They were, like, cool. I don't... There was this... No. <laughs> no, no, no. There was, so There's no the, such the older thing. Ones, the older ones. I'm, okay, I'm serious. Okay, listen to this guy. This kid, I think, is still, like, the coolest kid that I had ever met in my life. He cuffed his pants... In 2016, and everyone was like, "Why do you cuff your pants, dude? Like, Wait, <laughs> why do you cuff your pants?" He was the first person I've ever seen to cuff his pants, and he was like super. He was the first person who started like, like wearing thrift shop clothes. Really? He was the first person like in like 2016. What kid is this? Spencer um, Matson. He graduated like our like sophomore year, I think. I feel like I might have seen him before. It sounds he has, like, the curly hair that was, like, kind of dyed. And he was, like... He was just the definition of, like, a mega a mega extrovert. Everyone, like, loved this kid, right? That kid does sound cool. He was <laughs> I, so I cool. wish I could be Spencer. He was I so cuff cool. my pants and go to thrift shops. In 2016. Current, yeah, current, yeah, 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 that's the thing. Like, it's not finally Spencer. caught up to everyone else. Like, he had the whole, like, ironic humor thing. Like, he was way ahead of everyone. Dang. So, I... There was this whole clique that was, like, with this, like, God kid, right? <laughs> and so this clique... Christ figure. Yeah, this, like, Christ... <laughs> this, like, fucking messiah of Holmes <laughs> High School. And so, I, I... This kid, I just, like... And this group, I just, like, worshipped. And it was, like... I was just never, like, cool enough for them, which was the... Did you feel put down by the group? Or they, did, were you doing it yourself? They were very big on, like, talking shit, but, like, really treating people nice. They were huge on that. 
So they did that. Spencer they, didn't do that though. No. It, it got bad, it got worse after he left. Okay. Like he if he if he wanted to talk bad about someone, you'd like say it to them. That's good. But they. Yeah. No, no, not really. <laughs> they were they were the they were awful two faced people. That was the problem. These were the people who I looked up to, which were are mm. who weren't really that cool. Like in retrospect, Only Spencer come on, was cool. Pants. Okay, that guy was cool as fuck. Like he's way ahead of the curve. He had like a like a septum piercing. Whoa. In like twenty seventeen. Oh, I wonder what he's doing. The uh, one the, 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 the nose, nose ring. Yeah. The nose ring in the middle. I wonder what he's doing now. I saw him buy a pack ahead. of smokes at Circle K. Really? I think he like got accused of like something. Oh, oh. They always do. Or it wasn't like maybe it'll be cool in three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I I think it was something that like wasn't that big of a deal, but they made like a big deal out of it or something. I don't know. What like weed? He I don't. Weed? I I no. It wasn't weed. They were all like super druggies. Oh. Which was also made them really cool to me. That's true. So, um, uh, so I, I would like, I, I just like any high school kid, I base my identity off of people cooler than me. Uh-huh. But I was like, I just like was bored with high school and I was like, okay, I'm just going to graduate early. I pretty much stayed that like kind of meek, like quiet kid. I was just older. I, I, I don't even like, I, I just, I, I don't even think I could call myself quiet or like antisocial. I was like just social enough. That's it. Hmm. Like, I, I think there was a couple classes I was kind of, like, quiet in, but, like, I, like, I always had, like, friends and shit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would rarely go... The closest thing I got to, like, not having friends was, like, Spanish until, like, we, like, oh, sat next yeah. to each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, that like... class was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, high school, I, I just, like, got out, and honestly, like, thinking back on it, it was just, like, a blur. It just went by, and it really? was fine. It, 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 high school sucks. High school blows. High school blows big dog. Don't buy really fast. Yeah. Like, when you're in it, it's like, oh. It but it, it's by. like, because it's just so nothing, you just forget most of it. Yeah. I, did, I honestly didn't mind. I really school. do have fond memories. Well, I mean, there's yeah. some good ones. I, I just feel like the fond memories are from the people I met in high school, and then you hung out outside of high school, and then that's when it was fun. I think you're absolutely right. I remember yeah. hanging out with you and Chavi for the first time in the wash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the that's megaphone. The, the people you <laughs> the meet, megaphone. the megaphone, the like, it, it's so <laughs> it's much a part of everyone's story. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> everyone has a <laughs> megaphone. Um, when you wait, when you set off the the megaphone alarm at lunch. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only good thing that's ever happened in high school. Um, <laughs> and everyone was looking around for like for like an ambulance. Or <laughs> <laughs> it sounded exactly like a cop siren, but they knew exactly where it came from. I turned it on in my backpack because it hit like a switch, uh-huh. and it echoed through the entire <laughs> outside. I'm talking like. 300 people there's like five or six people at this one table that's all by itself like, like instantly trying like to e- every single person went they all per- peek their heads up directly right at yeah, us. you're like everyone just stared i was like i was laughing hysterically it was so funny it was so funny it's the funniest shit ever i remember even in mr hood's class when you when you <laughs> yeah. talk to do it you go Mr. Hood, please report to the office. <laughs> you talked into the megaphone like it was the PA system. <laughs> right. It's just like being able to get away with goofy shit like that is only something you can do in high school. Yeah. Like that, that you can well, only be a goofball in high school. I, you know, I... It I depends hope, on the teacher, though. Well, like you can't do that shit at work. I disagree. I really hope... <laughs> that is an important factor that I hope I can carry into most aspects of my life. I don't yeah, lose the goofing? That. I don't want to lose the goofing. You don't yeah. want to be all serious. I'm sure, no. there, I'm sure yeah. there's always some goofing, but, like, you, you just can't get away with it like you do in high school. You can't – imagine if you backtalk to your boss, like, that one kid 
did to like your teacher. You know which kid I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, it's just not gonna happen. And like, that kid can do that and be like, me 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 me, and then um, the teacher will be like, go to the principal, or or they'll just be like, okay. just do your work, just do your work, whatever. <laughs> um. So, I I mean, there's no like, there's just not not as much of like the freedom and the no like responsibilities. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, even though I'll always have those fond memories of, like, ditching class for the first time, and, like, doing stuff like that, junior year was when I started getting a little naughty. <laughs> that was the first time I started, like, I'm gonna defy Oh, you defy. Authority. <laughs> Eight hours before your graduation, you were crawling in the dirt under a fence to a canal. <laughs> it was, like, the fir- the times that, like, I really started, like, trespassing and, like, doing, like, fun things. <laughs> things like that were fun. Um, trespassing. That was pretty much all I did. That was pretty much the naughtiest thing I did. Um, yeah, the the naughtiest, yeah. (laughs) Um, but I, I really, I would say I stayed pretty much the same person. I just got older in high school. The thing that I feel like once I, I graduated a year early Mm because I did some like classes online, um, and like cheated my way through them super quick. Um, That's the way to do it. Yeah, exactly. And so I... Um, got out like a year early and I just started working a lot and um, I think what really turned my confidence around is just like I, 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 I don't under, I don't know why I said like I knew a reason I have no clue I have no clue what happened really yes I just like am an extremely confident person now and I don't know what happened I like there's it is it is more difficult for me to find a person that I can't talk to. Well, when do you think this happened? When do you I, think it was, was a gradual p- change once I got out of high school? I feel like because mm. when you're in high school, you have this little, this tiny world of just high school kids, mm-hmm. and the way they act is so like weird and bizarre, and like it's so clicky, and it's like built that way because of like lunch tables and like you can only fit like eight to 10 people there, right? So you have to have a group. (laughs) You have to have a group. It's just stuck outside. Yeah. Oh, like a loser. Imagine sitting outside. Don't want to be that kid. (laughs) Yeah, but like, you never like, like, focus on those kids though. Like, like you're like, oh, everyone's looking at me or whatever, but it's like, you don't care about like the kids who are sitting by themselves. Oh yeah. You don't like (laughs) judge them. I, I spent a couple of weeks sitting in the library by myself. Yeah, I like did that. I did that at first no one cares. Years. Really? Yeah. Well, I would like walk around all lunch because like I had no friends until Aww. I found like a small group, or I found a group from like Legacy. Um, but mm-hmm. I would just like walk around lunch and pretend I was going places. Like I for, just for the first couple of weeks of high school, like it wasn't like that. That was like freshman year. I feel like that's kind of like when you don't really have like yeah any because I no one that I was like friends with went to the school, I went to Combs. They all went to the other one, so. Queen Creek? Yeah, they all went to Queen Creek, so I just kind of, like, you know. <sighs> yeah. I'd like to say I wish we could have been friends, but, you know, I I, I like I like the way this timeline played out. <laughs> where we yeah, the way we met. Universe. The way we met was, like, right when I started kind of being cool. I wasn't super cool. I'm definitely a lot cooler cool. now, but I was pretty cool. I was pretty cool, like, junior year. But um, I feel like working and being on my own and, like, really kind of, like, f- I, I didn't have any hobbies junior year, really. Mm-hmm. I, like, the problem, my hobbies was, like, gaming. I used to be so bad with that shit. On Steam, they tell you how many hours you do in the last two weeks. I think, like, on average, it was, like, 30 to 40. A week? 
uh, every like a, two weeks. Oh, I'm like, okay, so that's that's almost. But that's still like that's part time. Yeah, I, I, I part time um, <laughs> part time gamer. I I think I think it hovered around forty most of the time, which is a lot. Is this junior year? Or like this is junior year. This was most of high school. No way. <clears throat> no, it was like. Yeah, it was most of high school. I stopped right around um, the second half of um, junior year, which was the beginning of uh, twenty nineteen. Yeah. That's when I started slowing down. Like it just wasn't fun for me anymore. But um, so that was like my only hobby, which was gaming, which is a very, this is kind of controversial. It's a very unsubstantial hobby. You think so? Very like toxic, bizarre people. Gaming? Gaming. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it's just extremely shallow and yeah. basing your value off of like these things that are literally just made to suck up as much of your time as possible. Mm. I'm still okay. I would still, I, I think I'm going to finally sit down and play like Red Dead 2 and like games like that. Because those are like I, I I think I'm still okay with like single player games, but oh, yeah, I play like, like stories. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. There's like, like there's like a reason to like, play. Yeah. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about the whole craze over Redneck, Red or Red, Red Dead, Dead <laughs> Red Dead. Redemption I never got the too. chance to play it. So yeah, like, I remember that. About. You remember how excited people were for that? Everyone I was like, was like oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> everyone thought it was like the next coming of like the Lord. When it came out. <laughs> they were everyone. There's like this, gaming is just constant circle jerk. That's all it is. It's like, this game's bad, this game's good, this game's bad, this game's good, and if you have any other opinion, you're shit. And everyone liked to shit on it. I really liked, like, I liked the, like, Counter-Strike and, like, mm-hmm. Overwatch, these, like, big multiplayer games that uh-huh. just have zero substance besides, like, getting better at the game. Yeah. Which is just a really, like, scary thing to get into. Honestly, it's a... I can respect the hobby if you're playing single-player games. But if your entire, like, value and you dump hours and hours into like something if you like a, a multiplayer game besides anything that's like just for fun which is fine it's just it's just it, it feels bad for you it just doesn't feel right it does something to your brain i, I don't like know. try hard gaming. yeah at, at least for me at yeah. least for me yeah. like try hard gaming on like multiplayer really games. sweaty oh yeah i could only ever Titanfall. play like for fun yeah come on we tried kind of hard for sweaty? Titanfall. yeah we got a little sweaty but that's, that's like fun. that's fun. That's yeah. like, like if you're playing with like your friends. It's it's that's it's true. all about like moderation. That's the thing. I'd never it's, be like sweaty by myself. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because and then you get in this trap. You get so it's it's this. It turns into this whole group of people. I had like six or seven like Discord friends. Right. Every single night, pretty much everyone would hop on. Oh. So <laughs> it turns into this thing of like, bro, get on. You're like, okay, I had fun yesterday. Might as well have fun again. So, and then you just keep hopping on and hopping on and just filling your time with just this, like, this useless, like, internet humor, like... Yeah, because, like, I mean, you're not, like, making anything in the actual world. Yeah. Like, once the game turns off, it's like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I've never had that experience. Like, you consistently hung out online with the same people. Yeah, I had my, my, for a while, the summer before junior year... My social time was like Discord every single night with this group really? of kids. Yeah, hmm. Xavier. I, 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 I was with oh. Xavier. Xavier was there. Xavier was also like pretty much. Xavier and I are like really similar. I would say <laughs> we've gone through like a um. We we're, we we pretty much have like a super similar. I like Xavier quite a bit. Attitude. Xavier's a good man. He's a good man. <laughs> He's a very good man. I miss him right now. 
You gotta have him on the podcast next. I don't, you know, he's kind of a man of mystery to me. I don't know a lot of his. You backstory. don't know a lot about him. Well, I'm not. I, I'm not gonna spoil it. No, for, don't tell me. Yeah, I don't want to get him. He's very well. He's kind of lame because his parents are still married. So oh, that is uh, not very cool. Stupid, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should. Should we like? Do some kind of coup. We should kind of get his oh, parents. Oh, like divorce his yeah. parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it'll be cool. Yeah, then we'll have a really good podcast episode. <laughs> um, but what was I? Gaming? Was gaming. I that was the topic. Um, so I, I would play like, the latest I would play till like, it was mostly like two or three in the morning. Sometimes I'd stay up till like five. Like that was the latest I ever stayed up. Jeez. Um, so, and it was just like this big group and I think I, I don't know what it does but I think it really like sh- at least for me it like t- kind of like shit on my social skills so I but I, I don't know if it's just like me becoming like a more social person made me stop like playing video games or if it was video games stopping playing video games that made me a more social person you know what I mean I don't know yeah. what it is but so January I played a game and I was like this is boring and then I turned it off and then I like barely played after that Mm -hmm. and so i started like having to like develop hobbies which i went through i went through about a year where i was just bouncing through so many things i made music i made movie or i made short videos (laughs) i made um i tried photography i tried like drawing i tried poems i tried writing i just threw a ton of shit at the wall and the thing that really stuck was um like drawing for me specifically um and uh with like that especially like as of late having that confidence of like being able to create like something beautiful you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's like I feel like it really adds to like your self-worth and having something like kind of special I remember Donovan describing your drawings in uh, Spanish classes, grimy. <laughs> I've, that, those were, I think I, I've shown them to you. like that yeah. grimy monkey. Grimy <laughs> monkey. <laughs> the grimy monkey I did lately. I've gotten a lot... Um, less grimy. I've gotten a lot less grimy. I feel like I definitely have like more of like an abstract style. You guys, I hope the grime's still there. Yeah, the grime, the grime, grime is still there. I still have a little grime. I'm going to plug the art Instagram. Southman Sermons. That's... S O U T H M A N S E R M O N S. It's my art account. I just launched it. Um, but I don't like. I, oh yeah, I saw it's, that on your it's story. still got the grime. Oh, I like the grime. Let me see. I like it a lot. Um, it's good. This, I like a stash. Yeah, you guys can see what we're talking about if you head over to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to see. I'm gonna keep it a mystery. It. I'm not gonna describe it at all. Um, <laughs> this was like the first one I did was like a little sketch I did in like forty five minutes. I thought I thought it was really cute. I liked it. Hmm. I liked it. Um, but having that ability to kind of, like, create and, like, make good things and, like, have, like, a hobby that people are like, yo, that's really cool, man. Um, I think, like, really also helped with my confidence. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, I, I just think the biggest thing is because I see kids, I see kids all the time that, like, look exactly how I looked and act exactly how I act. And I just feel like, a lot of them will continue on like that path and become like the IT guys of the world. Mm. And yeah, we need those. So <laughs> we don't need IT guys. We have enough we IT. We need coders. So do you think yourself, or do you consider yourself lucky that you're that you escaped not on the path? I yeah, I think so. I think so. I think I definitely bailed myself. It's so out of it. So strange. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. I don't what, know what like happened in my life that. Do like, you think for me it was work? 
Yeah, I think I I agree with that. It was work for me, too. Because you get exposed to, like, real people. Yeah. And real people are so nice. (laughs) What? Like, in my (laughs) experience, in my experience, like, sure, there's, like, shit talking, like, a little, but, like, there's no, like, there's not a lot of drama. Because I work with, like, like mid-20 people. Yeah, you're working with, like, actual people. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of cool that your first job was a... Was at a restaurant. Yeah, it was really nice. It wasn't like a fast food place. Like an actual restaurant. Like, like even though I was like a, I was like a host and I was with, um, like the, my direct coworkers were still like people like a little older than me. Like my coworkers were like, um, early Mm twenties. Even I had a few that were in like their thirties, even like, I think there was like one like old guy. No, they were all, I think the oldest was like 38. So you just get exposed to, like, really diverse people, and they just all ended up, like, they, like, just brought me out of my shell, and, like, I really appreciate it from them. I think they've really helped, um, and it's just, it's just so much more fun, like, being able to talk to everyone and not being, like, straight-faced and, like, doing, like, being sad all day, (laughs) you know what I mean? Were you, did you feel, were you sadder before? No, I just feel like you can't, you can't, like, sit there and, like, laugh and make jokes when you're not talking to anyone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you mm-hmm. can, I still, I, I, um, what, this, this I, I think the thing that really did the cherry on top for me, that brought me completely out of my shell, was quarantine. <laughs> I, for one month, I was with nobody. I, I, uh, obviously, like, called and, like, Skyped people, but I saw nobody in person. I did no hanging out. I did nothing. It was a hundred percent me all day. Uh-huh. And I learned, um, cause I had, had like a lot of self loathing and things. I learned through like, um, some like light dabbling and like meditation and yoga and like holding myself to like a higher standard. I learned how to like, like myself and not just like myself when I'm talking to other people. And that was just the final thing that I needed and now I, like, don't think I'm ever going back. Hmm. Where were you before? I had a lot of... I filled my schedule, like, constantly with, like, hanging out with somebody or mm-hmm. doing something with somebody. Um, kind of, like, as avoidance? Yeah. Like, yourself? To, like, distract myself. Because anytime I would spend more than, like, four <laughs> hours with myself, I'd get, like, sad. Mm-hmm. So you think Not, about, like, like depressed. I just feel, like, bad. Yeah. You know, I just wouldn't feel as good as I'd feel if I went and hung out. So you think now you're just more comfortable with yourself? I'm, like, crazy. Like, sometimes, like, I enjoy spending time with myself more than I enjoy spending time with other people. Mm-hmm. And I've learned um, to do that because the thing is, like, it, it, it's so great to spend time with yourself because you can do anything and say anything and you accept it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, it just becomes a part of you and, like, it's just a good, like, outlet to have that freedom. Hmm. I think that's important. I yeah. think so too. So that was having that time alone really helped. Um, and I think that that made me, that made me the young man that I am today. How, how did we go men. through that so perfectly? <laughs> like we went through pretty much every part of your life and yeah, almost, that was almost exactly an hour. That was excellent. <laughs> you have incredible pacing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Steven Spielberg screenplay. Spielberg, <laughs> Spielberg <laughs> screenplayed my life. That's, he did a good that was, job. That was really perfect. You didn't really do much. You just kind of talked. <laughs> well, that's how a podcast should yeah. be. The best interviews yeah. 
I'm not to pat That's myself true. on the back. Well, it's, not the, it's not the best interviewers. <laughs> the best interviewers are the people who shut up and you know listen to the. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now that what hopes to have a guest who is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Not that like any of our other guests weren't interesting, but. No, yeah, that's not... Sorry, that's not what I meant. <laughs> that, that sounds really... <laughs> You're going to have to trim something for the first time. <laughs> I'm not trimming. No, that's... Do it as a test to see if they listen to it. What? No, 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 no. Okay, it's so fine, I was... Fine. The only guests we've had so far are ourselves and Miguel. Miguel, we said, was already interesting. We were right, yeah, that's true. So, you that's know, true. I'm only dogging ourselves. You're, you're really. good at talking. You are very good at talking. Appreciate it, appreciate it. I love doing it. That's the problem. That I like. You I can feel talking. myself like. We can have you for a part two. Yeah, we can totally have a you on sequel. again. <laughs> part two, Jordan sequel. Can we send you out on an adventure and you can come report to <laughs> can us? Come back and report, Jordan. <laughs> yes. I still okay. Okay, I'm dead serious. <laughs> we still have some things we need to talk about, though. Like what? We can't. We can't end it now. We what are you thinking? Now. What are you thinking? You go ahead. I have some questions for you guys. You can have one person from any time, any place, on the podcast. Who is it? One person from any time in any place? Oh. Uh, Anyone. Uh, celebrity. Dead person. Anytime, any place. Huh? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I was about That'd to say Keanu Reeves, but then you said Jesus Christ. <laughs> basically the same. You yeah. think what, what, what would be the first question you'd ask Jesus? Uh, would I have to... Would I have it to has to be something really, really mediocre. Yeah, would I have to learn like Aramaic? To no, no, no. Let's assume he knows English. English. They know English. So you could have like... Zhao Ping on or something. I know who that is. I, I, don't know. I, I want Jesus. I just, I, yeah, I want Jesus. Fuck Zhao Ping. I want Jesus. No, I want God. God. Want God. Oh. Yeah. God. I'll take God. That's if God's that's not a person. If God's a single, that's consider that God's a single entity. I don't know whether or not he is. He is. And he looks in like this, an old man with that's a beard. Right. He's like Jesus, but a he little a, older and he, yeah. he, he's white. And in this scenario, <laughs> like I ask him. White. Uh, I don't know how. how, how Why? I want to know. I want to know how to make money fast. I want to know right. how to run a business. <laughs> That's right. That's what you ask God. Yeah, how to get rich quick. Yeah, how to get rich quick. God, I know you know. <laughs> I know you know. Invest in the stock market, my son. <laughs> It'd be like fucking. Um, do your parents tell you about Dave Ramsey? Oh yeah, my I listened to a book on him. Sends me shit. He's. It like, was boring. I was like. Uh, <laughs> he's like. God's like, stay debt free. <laughs> stay debt free. Invest ten percent of your income in a fund. By the time you're thirty, it'll so be thirty five thousand dollars. Dave Ramsey's basically God. Dave Ramsey's basically. I should just get Dave, Dave Ramsey. Ram- on I want here. Dave Ramsey. You want Dave Ramsey on the phone. Summon need, him. That'd be we don't pretty need God good. on here. <laughs> Any other nice. facets of your life you feel like yeah. we should talk about? I feel like well, um, you got into psychedelics pretty heavily for a ooh. while, right? You, you want to hear? You can touch on that. I was, I was, try, I was trying to avoid it. You, you, I mean, you don't like, have to I don't know if I could talk about it on the podcast. Nah, you can talk about it. I don't see why not. Yeah. <sighs> okay, let me see. Let me see where I want to start. So, start at the beginning. Yeah. So I, can we start I, with this? Can we start with the salvia? Let's start with the, no, no. I guess let's. I guess let's that's. That's the beginning. the beginning. That's the first. The first. The first hallucinogenic I ever boofed up my ass <laughs> was. Um, no, I smoked it, but um, <laughs> the first solution, it was salvia, which is a legal leaf. Um, it's the most concentrated um, it's the psychoactive compound like that's naturally occurring. It's the strongest natural. Yeah. Hmm. So um, we made like a shitty water bottle bong and we smoked it and it, 
I didn't know how to smoke things, so it didn't work for me. But but the but the point is is that to make the jump to take a hallucinogen is a very scary journey for you to say I'm going to do this because it's such a terrifying thing mm-hmm. because you don't really know what's gonna happen and like the way that like media portrays them, you're like, oh, I'm gonna fucking see my dad tear his eyes out <laughs> in front of me and fucking beat the shit out of me. Like a, a vegetable. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be, they're gonna need to fucking hospitalize me <laughs> after this. I don't know what's gonna happen. But, um, so the point is, that was the first time I made the jump. But that was like early 16. Um, the thing that really, um, I, I feel like this is a very common beginning for a lot of people was my 17th birthday. I remember that. You remember my son. <laughs> on my 17th birthday, I got a wonderful gift from a dear close of mine, a dear friend of mine. That um, wasn't... Was that your first... Oh, my. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I... Oh. <laughs> that night, I'd worked the next day. I had no clue what to expect. I'd barely done, like, any research. I went... <laughs> oh, you swallowed it? <laughs> I... I put it on my tongue and I swallowed it and I had a very like uh, mind-blowing experience and it was completely different than what I expected um I don't I, I think the best way to describe it is um uh it's, it's three words um and the first person who said them was Ram Das, the man <laughs> and those words are be here now all psychs are, I feel, on a basic level, every single one of them, they bring you to the surface of um, your life and your surroundings. You, mm-hmm. In that moment, you, everything in the past feels so distant. Everything is just here, now, in like that one moment. And what, um, uh, what I feel like LSD especially does is put you in this very um, this meditative state, which mm-hmm. is very... I, I, I'm not as fond of it anymore, um, but it showed me how to like meditate and it's given me skills to live this more like metaphysical life. Um, so the, uh, it just feels so much dirtier. I, I've like done like really like deep like meditation and shit and it like feels very similar, but it's just a lot cleaner because it's like from your own body. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously it's not like, ooh, the walls are fucking, <laughs> but you get the kind of that like head like, really like deep thought space and that's what um that's what a lot of them really do it puts you in this meditative trance you think kind of like psychedelics were just kind of the door and now yeah now that you opened it you don't need them anymore you're kind of like yeah they're definitely very um for if anything they're like fun now it's like (laughs) it's it's enjoyable for Uh me i um so like that night it, it, it was just, it really tapped in. What what really fueled me drawing was hallucinogens. If I had not taken LSD that night, I wouldn't have started drawing like crazy. Really? Um, but I, I saw how to like draw and how, because, because the only thing you should do when you're drawing is feel like anything that you draw is okay. The mm-hmm. second you're like, um, I want this to look pretty. I want this to look this way. I want this to, to you have like an image in your head. Yeah. The second you just start drawing, like the way you used to paint when you were a kid, how you just do like a big blob on a paper and you'd be happy because it was fun. You should draw to have fun. And that's what, that's what like 
that taught me. It really, I feel like acid's very good. I, I see acid in a lot of like artists' work because it is, it, it makes you so creative. And uh, especially if you are already creative, it's a very like large enhancement and you just instantly get that like drawing mm-hmm. skill. Um, and then, so I, th- that, that first one, like you said, that's kind of like the door analogy. That was like the first door for me. That made me okay with like taking these things. And unfortunately, um, that for the rest of the year, I kind of turned into a fiend. Um, <laughs> I read this one thing that was like, it's okay. Um, if you, you just need to space your trips, like, five to six days apart. So I, I, I think on average for the rest of that year, I probably did a tab every two weeks. Like somehow I shared yeah. some with like some people it would all, it would either be like alone or like with a person. Um, but it was a lot of like, I, I was just, I just really enjoyed it. it. And it's just not, it's, a, it's like a <laughs> stimulant. So like, and I, most of the time I take it at night. So you'd be like up all night mm-hmm. or like, so it's just, it's just not, good for your health and it raises your body temperature too so you end up burning more calories Mm. um so it's just like detrimental for your body in that way like obviously there's no like overdose or anything but just in in that way it's like bad for your body long term yeah so um all the way until like december i took a break during january just to prove to myself that i could and then i um i think february i dabbled in shrooms for the first time right that was was that february yeah it was february was it was really? sedona i think it was february or march that was pretty awesome i don't remember it's kind of like I, I don't remember exactly when all these things were but um, i think it was february i think you're right yeah it was february and i just um it, it it's just the thing is like i i just don't i i, I used to like really like this I, if you asked me this question like two months ago i would still be talking for like two hours i could talk about it forever but like i'm in this like weird phase of my life i was like obsessed with psychs i tried like all sorts of shit i tried like mescaline which is like from a cactus Mm -hmm. um like a completely legal cactus and then you just like eat it in yogurt it was disgusting and i almost (laughs) puked um because i did it completely wrong (laughs) there were so many better ways to do it Um, so but i ate it in like this shitty yogurt and it was really disgusting um but that was like it's like what the native americans used and that like Mm -hmm. revealed to me a lot of like uh it helped me a lot with like my love of nature and like understanding native american culture Mm -hmm. um like it's so cool because like the this things you get in your head are so similar to like what they draw uh-huh. and shit it's very similar stuff um but during that trip the like the strangest thing happened to me i haven't ever i i kept this like very very um i don't think i've shared this with anyone every single time i've talked about it but um so i was we were hiking in um prescott I was, I was with my girlfriend and we were just, um, walking down this, this like extremely gorgeous part. It was a, it was a beautiful day. It was kind of snowy as we hiked up, but on the way down, all the snow melted. Mm -hmm. So it like revealed all this greenery and it was, it was just gorgeous. It was perfect. The clouds that day were like, it was like checkerboard in the sky. And that wasn't just (laughs) me like, Ooh, I'll I'll show you guys a picture (laughs) in a second. It was like, it was the weirdest, um, time I've ever seen a cloud. Um, but so we were walking and I was just looking and my vision just became like, like completely overwhelmed. It was all just a pattern. 
um, which was really, which was really weird to me. It, like, obviously my surroundings were still there, but they were all like patterned and like in this really specific shape. And I kind of get this, um, the, the shape in my head, it's like a, like a cross section right in the middle is the straight line. And, um, in the other middle, there's a horizontal line. I don't know how mm-hmm. to describe it. It's like a cross, but it was equal on each side and it uh-huh. just zoomed in and I went in to something mm-hmm. and it, it felt like, um, it was like, it, it, it just felt like, like heaven. Like I'd entered like God's land or like another level. And that was really like, it just felt like such a turning point for me, for my own brain and my own like mental. And it was really after that, that I, I kind of <clears throat> distanced myself from just like exploring my brain through psychedelics. And I started exploring my brain normally. Mm-hmm. Um, which is super, super beneficial. Um, and that's all I feel like psychs really do. I did, um, I did shrooms this weekend at the dunes. Oh, (laughs) how did that go? I'll tell you, I have a lot to say about (laughs) this weekend. Um, let me, I'll show you the pictures of the clouds later. (laughs) But, um, so I, I, I mean, they, they are, like a big part of my life because I I've told Ammon about this, but I, I I'm tr- kind of distancing myself from like LSD and like MDMA, like the chemicals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what I really believe in is things like, like mushrooms, um, so like the mescaline, nature. the cactus, the salvia, even it's all stuff put on this earth made by this earth mm-hmm. f- for, for what reason? <laughs> like there, it, it's to consume it like there's no there is no there's nothing that makes sense Mm -hmm. to describe why that happens Mm -hmm. besides the fact that it's just supposed to be there you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because it's like oh it's to for a plant to defend itself like something can taste bitter and an animal won't eat it you know what i mean something can give an animal like a a DMT breakthrough, you know, I think that'd be a little more effective. Like, <laughs> to, like, scare an <laughs> yeah. animal? Deer, deer <laughs> tries I, to I, eat I guess that's fair, but like, do we... Do we <laughs> I'm not going to try that again. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so, like, counterproductive because there's so much easier ways to do that. Why yeah. wouldn't it just yeah. be a poison that just, I know like, what you mean. Yeah. Makes, <laughs> it, makes it vomit or, like, kills it. Like, it's that'd just... That'd be way more effective. It's just such a strange... Um, here we go. Here's the clouds. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Coincidence? Coincidence? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, no. it, they're just the weirdest thing. Go ahead and follow um, <laughs> Southman Sermons if you want to see the picture of the clouds. It'll be uploaded tonight. He's lying! You <laughs> <laughs> should paint that. No, no, no. I'll you... <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll put it somewhere. I'll put it somewhere. Like um, it. But, so, what was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it just the fact that it's just put there seems like it's just meant for human consumption mm-hmm. it's not made by anything it's not like it, it, it just it's just there makes sense they're called like teacher plants oh yeah um on a lot of things and i i think you can learn a lot from things like shrooms smiling the whole time just we? the at no oh the dunes I, the, the, dunes. <laughs> the like... dunes the dunes when like during a proper it was a solar eclipse that night no mm-hmm. way um and it, it, I was completely in nature. It was just beautiful. It was the perfect temperature. I was with someone I loved very dearly, my girlfriend, Carlin. Um, and 
just I could not stop smiling. It was eight straight hours smirk on my face the whole time (laughs) and i just sounds annoying (laughs) it was kind of annoying but it felt it just felt so nice so i just kept doing it and i i I, you just got to be like a a kid again and just take joy in like such little things Mm -hmm. i like we were just sitting there and just like playing with the sand and like burying each other and these these, so it was these big like 40 feet dunes right Mm -hmm. rolled down the entire (laughs) thing we, so and there was this beautiful like pillowy sand at the very bottom that you would land in, and um, you put it so so kind of smirk. It was it was just it was just so sounds so wholesome. It was so wholesome. It was just such a beautiful just experience, and I just can't see like any negatives. I woke up the next morning. Fresh. Perfect. Fresh. I woke up fresh. I felt beautiful. I felt amazing. Um, uh, besides like the fact that I was running around and rolling down hills and exhausted <laughs> for, for a while, I, I, I felt perfect. Like mentally I felt incredible. Um, and it's, it's just, it, it just reveals to you the side of you that's just so much fun mm-hmm. and just so happy. And just the, the thing is that the root of human consciousness is just pure bliss and pure happiness. Really? And that's something that's, that's, um, it, that's a very like east teaching um very like far east that's the goal of like nirvana that's that's what it is it's just pure mm-hmm. bliss eternal happiness with your situation so and that just is what's at the root of human consciousness so being able to kind of unlock that and just be like happy and you have unlocked it rolling down the dunes yeah <laughs> unlocked it rolling down the dunes smoking we all were like, the way we were dressed up as like cowboys like, <laughs> like running around i brought a sled to the dunes so we Dude. got to sled down the sand it That'd was just sick did you bring a little so... cap gun that would have been that would have been so good no we did i, I was going to but they were so expensive but we a did have little gun? finger guns though um and we just got to sit there and like listen to music i had like the good the bad and the ugly soundtrack and like just we got to listen to our favorite songs we sat at like the top of the dude for a while and just got to chat and just look at um just there was like twinkling lights in the distance at the little cities and you just got to stare and like really listen to music that's my favorite part of it you can just hear every single layer of i feel music when you're when you're on some kind of psychoactive like that you can literally it's it's like it's like the layers are like laid out in Photoshop. Like you yeah. can hear, you can hear every individual single piece. Instrument. You can hear all the bass, and I just don't understand how I don't notice it normally. Like, what am I listening yeah. to when I don't hear that music? It's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's insane that it like unlocks like this this much level of like music, and it's just so. It just feels so close to human nature. I don't feel fucked up when I eat a sensible amount of shrooms. I feel a. I feel like a like a point on a needle. Most of the time, I live at the base of the needle, which is real wide, real fat, real fat, Thick, real fat. I blurry. feel very spread out. Then you you like uh, take some sort of medicine, and you you feel like a point. You feel like an en- enhanced. It's it just I I love things that make me feel like an enhanced sense like of Adderall. sobriety. <laughs> yeah, like Adderall. I love Adderall. <laughs> I love meth. I love heroin. Um, <laughs> so I that's that's just what's really like inspiring for me and i you just learn so much things about yourself and you just get perspective and i i really think it's helped me with like my relationships in my life and my own confidence Mm -hmm. 
and, and MDMA taught me how to dance, and I can really, I can really appreciate that. I never danced before it. I took my first one. Every single time music comes on, I just, I can't, I can't. Really? I have to do some little like some, some move little or jig. Something. Is it some? Because that's my favorite. You taught me that, Jordan. You taught that. You taught yeah, me how to dance. MDMA might have taught you how to dance. <laughs> And it yeah. vicariously taught me. Yeah, how that's to right. Dance. And that's it's just like it's just fun. It's fun to feel like hit it with the bass and like it's just <laughs> and, and so I took this. This is what's beautiful to me about like um like drugs for me. I have a very non addictive personality. Uh-huh. So I took MDMA the first time. It was incredible. I was dancing and like talking and like haha normal normal moment. The second time I took it, I was like, dude, this is just me when I'm sober now the but without like the drug influence because i was i'm super talkative constantly now uh-huh. i dance and i was like i don't ever need to take this again it gave me what i needed mm-hmm. and so like i can just say i don't need it and i don't need it because it's taught me what i needed hmm. interesting yeah so um yeah it's just i it, there's a lot of things put on this earth for you for me for me for me and for you <laughs> and for everyone and it's just um it's just a shame how much stigma there is around them but um yeah. you know it's on the ballot this year no in Oregon shrooms? is legalization of shrooms for therapeutic use for therapeutic use mm. so does that how, mean how, that you'd have to like go to a therapist to use them yeah for like for like depression and anxiety in a mm-hmm. very controlled state yeah. they give you a little is, bit isn't of it legal in Colorado already? In Denver, only in Denver, mm-hmm. it's decriminalized. Oh, which yeah. means if you're carrying around, if not if you're selling, but if you're carrying around like, I think it's less than like an ounce of shrooms, and you get pulled over, the cops like, sit. Okay, whatever. <laughs> which is all a good set, but that's also true for um, uh, peyote and mescaline there too. It's just really? any any natural psychoactive. Is mescaline is legal here though. It, the plant is legal. Oh, the second, if if you were to be pulled over with a bag of cactus powder, they'd arrest mm. you. Huh. Well, Interesting. I I think we might have to do a part two. I think because so. there's is some, it getting too long. I, no, okay, no, 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 no. There's oh, some unanswered this? questions. Oh. I don't know. I kind of want to get into because I know you're big on spirituality and uh, stuff I, like uh, that. If you guys did a metaphysical, don't I, don't yeah. do it. Okay, we'll, do, <laughs> we'll save it. For part two: we'll metaphysicality. <laughs> metaphysicality and um. The dream world, the dream according world. to Jordan, mm-hmm. is what he's told me. There's going to be crows. You can't tease the crow. There's going to be the Rock Johnson. Yes. <laughs> Possibly even, what's that Jesus guy's Christ. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> and Dave, what's his name? Ramsey. Dave, Dave Ramsey. Dave Grohl. And Dave, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl of the Foo, of the Foo Fighters got a and Nirvana. We've got a pretty good lineup going. <laughs> it's going to be a sick roster. I have one more topic that I think needs to be shared on, on your podcast. All right. We're ready. Uh, this is uh, we can wrap it up with this one because this is this, right. this is from this weekend um from Go it was it. it was pre-shrooms it was that day but it was pre-shrooms mm-hmm. okay so imagine a place where money doesn't matter and um hippies are the only type of person <laughs> yes is that it it's real <laughs> it's yeah. real okay. where so this weekend, um, we... <laughs> so excited. <laughs> it's real. Stop. That was the most epic reveal ever. <laughs> this weekend, we were at um, uh, the very South California area, which mm-hmm. looks exactly like Coolidge. It is a Ew. shit. Uh, 
<laughs> it is a shit stain. That was of, so it acidic. It is a shit stain of America. It's disgusting. So, um, but Carla, it was so hot at the dunes during the day. Um, uh, it, it was impossible to be there. We could not be at the dunes. So we're like, we have to drive somewhere. Mm-hmm. So we drive to this awful place called Brawley. Gross. B-R-A-W-L-E-Y. The oh. most disgusting place. Listen to that, that name. That Brawley. Sounds, that sounds wretched. So we roll up. It's, it's absolutely wretched. <laughs> it's like fucking, It's like 20 miles from the Mexican border. It's a fucking barrio. It's a barrio. Like a, like a ghetto. It is terrible. <laughs> but we are desperate for something to do. So we like go to like a fucking thrift shop there. And they're like... It's all fucking like, it's like, it was a Goodwill, but it wasn't labeled as a Goodwill. It said California thrift shop, but everything Whoa. had Goodwill stickers on it. <laughs> it was really weird. It was really weird. It's bizarre. I saw my first she-male, like, prostitute really? there. Like, I'd never in seen a Goodwill? prostitute in my life. Did no, take in Brawley. I was like, I got some bomb head from her, and then, <laughs> and then we dipped. Um, so then we're like, what the fuck else are we going to do? It's like fucking like 12. And we're like, okay, like we gotta go do something else because we can't fucking go back to the dunes because it is it, it it was so it was so hot there. Uh-huh. If you looked at the dunes, it would cause a fucking optical illusion. <laughs> That's how hot it was there. It was disgusting. So we we crikey, you could look at him. You could see him on the horizon. You'd have a heat stroke. Are you, it, it was you seriously that bad. It was awful. So we we kept on um we kept on driving to like the state park, right? Uh huh. Um. And so on the way to the state park, I didn't really want to go to the state park. I just wanted fucking something to do. You know what I mean? Uh So um, we ended up at this really cute city, which like everything looked like Coolidge. And then it was just this gorgeous city with this big like tree, like city center. And it was 4th of July. So there was like flags everywhere. And it was just, it was just super cute there. And there was this little art thing. And Uh I'm like really into like art and like art galleries and shit. And so Mm -hmm. is Carlin. So we like, we both go into it. And there's the nicest fucking man in the world there. He was so nice. He was like, where are you guys visiting from? We're like, Arizona. We're just kind of like, we have, we need like somewhere to go. <laughs> We're just like going around. He's like, you ever been to Salvation Mountain? Wait, you went to Salvation Mountain? I was like, oh my God, I forgot about Salvation Mountain. Because he showed me pictures. I was like, I've seen it before. Do you know what Salvation Mountain mm-hmm. is? Bring up a picture. Show me. It's that huge art. Yeah, it's that huge art install. What? Um, like massive in the middle of California, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So he's like, you go to Salvation Mountain and there's there's also a banana museum that you guys should go to. And I was like, okay, cool. So we go to the banana museum. It's closed because of virus. Um, whoa, what the heck? So, um, and then we're like, okay, let's go to Salvation Mountain. And so we go all the way to Salvation Mountain. For those of you who don't know, it's this big sculpture that's made out of, like, concrete and, like, Pueblo. That's and, crazy. Um, Pueblo. Pueblo. Wow, that was, like, that was very uh, <laughs> authentic. <laughs> and, like, paint. And um, I, and it, it is just, um, it, it's just, like, if you look up a picture, it's just such a surreal thing. Yeah, it's in the middle weird. of, the, like, the California desert. Um, the main message is that God is love. And that one's really weird. It, it, there's, like, no shadows. It has it in a, and then on a big heart on the size, on the side, it says, say, Jesus, um, say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. Please come upon my, uh, body and into my heart. So I guess we should, can we take a moment? You want to, you want to say, um, let me see if I can find it. Okay. You say, 
God is love. God is love. Jesus, Jesus I'm, I'm a sinner. sinner. Please, Please come, come upon, upon my body and, and, and into my, and my heart. heart. You didn't say it, Don. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it. I'll say it. Well, <laughs> it's, it's gone. He thought it really so hard. He thought it really Yeah, hard. I just okay. won't be now you're salvation. You're damned. Aww. So, and then it's got a ton of like cars around it that are like um, also decorated. He got all this shit from the junkyard uh-huh. close to his house. He was too ashamed to call himself an artist because he's not. He's, he frankly is not very good. Aww, like come it's, on. it's No, no, no. It, you can, it, the passion and the love that he put into it is so obvious, and that's what makes it such a beautiful work so of art. So it is art. It is. It's, it's incredible art. This is the guy. <gasps> Just what one, a wholesome old man. He was a very wholesome old man. He painted, like, cars and everything. It was all, like, Jesus-based. It was... It, it, so he did he make that mountain thing? He made the mountain. He made the whole thing. I think it Whoa. took him like twenty years, right? And it was Whoa. it, but it used to be open, and you used to be able to like walk through it, and there was like That's a little, cool. there was like a little room you could go with. It, yeah, here was the little room. This wasn't open. Hmm. Um, wow. but it, it it's just it, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's and it's surreal. And the the thing is, is that it's such a bizarre place. I was like, who, like, how is this real? How does this exist? But that was just dipping my toe in the water. Really? Straight ahead, there's a big <laughs> sign. It says Slab City. Whoa. Wait, you went to Slab, Slab City? City? Slab Dude. City. Dude. I heard of that. Slab City, one mile. And um, there's like interviews. There's like, like, I think like a Vice thing about it and I've some s- other yeah, things. Yeah, I've seen it. But it's, it's so different than the videos. It's really? It's so different. So first of all, like it, you can already kind of see the bizarreness at Salvation Mountain. There's just a lot of weird shit. Uh-huh. Like, there's, there's just stuff that doesn't make sense. There was a bowl of dog food and an empty water bowl on top of a car, which was unreachable for any dog. It was just, it, it's just like something that just makes no sense just in the middle of this, like, tourist attraction, right? So we keep driving. We keep going forward. And it is, it, it, it's, it's, it looks like something out of, like, like a book or like a movie. I, it, it seems so fictional. The first thing you're greeted with are these big, like, they look like they were like former like bus stops or something, all completely painted. All They had like John Lennon, like a very good John Lennon holding like a weed in his hand and he has like thorns around his head like fucking Jesus. Um, and just a lot of like art installs on fucking everything. Everything mm-hmm. that's painted is just some like really like like crazy like counterculture um like painting and you you keep going and there's just all these like handmade signs and like um shit made out of garbage the first thing we saw that was super surreal Uh was this tree it was this joshua tree Mm -hmm. hundreds and hundreds of shoes some of them were hanging on them (laughs) what the most of them were on the ground (sighs) that's weird so we're like we're like holy shit this place is crazy cool paintings everywhere there were there was this huge this huge install of this rocket that like it looked like it was built out of this like shiny material and this like purple it looked like this sci-fi rocket that was straight up and it was like like uh space base number four or something and so the way slab city works right there it was a former like u.s naval base or something um and it's they left a ton of slab, or not naval, it's nowhere close to water. It's in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Um, it, like army base. And they just, they ditched everything, they took everything, so there were a ton of concrete slabs. Uh-huh. And because this land was still there, they just let squatters go there. But for some reason, it attracted these, 
super I, like these are people who I would say um, they have this term for people who like do like like psychedelics and like smoke too much weed and like do like it, it's when you get like burnt out uh-huh. you know what I mean and it, it's a ton of people exactly like that and they just make whatever the fuck they want so we we keep going in we're we're driving in and then um, there's an arrow to like a skate park in the oh, wait wait we can resume okay I, th- I think it's still going sorry okay. technical difficulties <laughs> technical difficulties um so with a big arrow that says skate park we're like we have to see this shit so we keep driving we can't find it but instead we find these huge camps of like pretty much like marooned rvs uh-huh. and like these set up these huge fucking walls it looks like something out of like fucking fallout or some like post-apocalyptic shit cool. and they have all this cool like shit set up they had this american flag that was like completely halved like waving in the wind um and these big poles with like uh like string all going out like these like thunderdome looking things <laughs> and so we couldn't find the skate park but we turned back around and we're back to the main road and there's a big arrow that says um visitor center and art gallery so we go to this art gallery which is um about like like 10 like shipping pallets like all stacked on top of each other with like art hung on the walls um and it's like it's a ton of really like love love and like peace and love type shit and like hindu shit it's got the hamster hand um but it's all on like garbage or made out of Mm. trash right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and then there's this big ass arrow right and it says slab city visitor center Uh i'm like on the side of this like um one of those silver like silver bullet rvs Uh so we go to this and it's the most fucking friendly dude ever it's this guy who's, like, dressed in, like, a cowboy hat, a scarf, and a tunic, and, like, big fucking pants. And this guy has, like, he's got this outdoor, like, stripper pole, and this, like, he, let me show you, let me show you his backyard. So he has, he made everything, right? Uh-huh. So he made, like, this also out of Pueblo with the, um, with, and he's got, like, a grill there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he just makes, like, a ton of art. This was his bed. Oh, that's, that's a pretty sick cool. bed. <laughs> this was his bed. It had a little wind chime over it. And Whoa. it was, like, all, like, draped out. That's cool. Um, this was the guy. <laughs> Aww. And it was all these, like, these hobos. This guy was so nice. He answered every single question I had about Slab City. The way it works, people just move in. You just show up. You talk to someone. And you just end up on a plot of land. There's families that live there. The school bus comes out there and picks these kids up. What? Dang. Yeah. <laughs> They had a kid, like, graduate from high school recently. But <laughs> the biggest question he answered, um, or the most important thing, was he said, you guys been to the skate park yet? We were like, no, we couldn't find it. He was like, yeah, they'll serve you dollar shots, dollar beers, and dollar dabs. What? It is lawless out there. <laughs> Anything goes. Anything goes. <laughs> dollar dabs? <laughs> yeah. The only thing that they have there, the only rule that they have, um, like police-wise, the police come out and patrol sometimes. But if the only time you call the cops is if your life is in danger. Mm. Otherwise, they have their own government there. <laughs> they have their so they have two religions there. They have one very enlightenment-based, um, probably like teachings of like the East. I didn't get mm-hmm. to go into it. I'm definitely gonna go back, but I didn't get to go into it. But uh, it was very based around like enlightenment, and their whole philosophy is very similar to like what the Holy Mountain or the Enlightenment Mountain was. It's like very based around like God is love, and the guy mm-hmm. was like, all these pieces, all this junk has been brought to me from the universe, from God. Um, 
but they have every fucking thing there. Everything in Normal City has library. They have a place that provides breakfast and they have like nights and like um, like family nights and like group things and there's little neighborhoods there. There's obviously like the tweaker druggies that are just taking advantage of it. There's the artists. There's every single thing there and there's a place for like everyone to fit. Who hmm. Anyone from any walk of life, you can go there and camp as long as you want for free. They have video rental in an RV. Dang. Look how cool this shit is. I can, can, we should... Do you want to go camp in Slab City? I do. <laughs> I do. I do. Four and a half hours away, man. No. Is it in yeah. California? It's in California. South California. How's Look, California? It's, let me show you. So, and then they have... The biggest thing is they have the only art gallery in the whole county. Um, they just do shit because they can. Look mm-hmm. at this. Look at this. <laughs> It's just such an eclectic place. They just have so many, like, little details. The more you look, the more, like, art sculptures you find. Mm-hmm. There was, like, this little tree that said Enchanted Forest 2 under it with two stuffed monkeys in it. <laughs> That's bizarre. <laughs> um, and then, but they just get all their shit from the junkyard and they just reassemble it. Like, most of the time you see, like, oh, I made this sculpture out of junk. And it's, like, okay. Like, it's it's not good. Have you seen those before? No. They're not very good. It's, like... A, tin can on like a string and like a circle but like they made like they got whole planes yeah that's cool look at how they they set up like a suitcase perfectly um they were just so genius there was this beautiful arch with um these like bicycle wheels between it and like toothbrushes dangling they have a like a religion there called the church of the chocolate martini that's the (laughs) other one that's um based around getting laid and um like being happy like those are like the two rules <laughs> um but they just have just incredible works there they're just extremely talented people and the thing is they're Ooh, just so um they're just so friendly like we met we saw two people there both of them nicest people i've ever talked to uh-huh. they just kept on talking the guy like made like little like paintings that were like really garbage i'll show you i'll send you a picture of them later they were were just like like low effort just little stuff he was good at like the sculpture and the other Mm -hmm. stuff but um he did like the pink floyd cover in like paint like really basically and then he put slab city and stickers under it and he put he did this one thing that was slab city and then he glued a dead rat onto it (laughs) and he gave us both of those for twenty (laughs) dollars because i wanted to give the guy money because he was so nice and they just need it the way they eat they all get food stamps, so they all go to the store together, buy foods, buy stuff with the food stamps, and just bring it back and all share it. It's beautiful. Yeah, and they have a whole like trade market it's and utopia. everything. Utopia. It's literally like it, this is. Oh, like, it's a Stonehenge. That's this cool. is like the description of, like, life without money and like hippie living, wow. and they have the coolest thing there. They have a hostel, so we can go stay for like five to ten dollars a night. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I, I want to go there, <laughs> and I want to stay the night. Me too, brother. That's why. <laughs> that's why I wanted to talk about it. I'm gonna make a group chat. I hope. I hope we can get like a Bender Boys Part Three Point Five in before 3. we go. 5. Or sorry, Two Point Five in before, before we, we go, go to, to the three. Other one. Maybe I'm down. to um, Slab City. I Damn. feel like everyone would really like it. This is our longest podcast yet. Oh yeah. And it's. I don't know. Oh, I like this one. <laughs> yeah. I liked it a lot. This one's we good. Went through some good topics. Yeah, yeah. But I you think, need a part two. I think we are going to do a part two. I don't know if it's. You know what, guys? <laughs> we can do a part two. Well, yeah, we're definitely doing a part we're, two. Yeah, maybe can, even we can. I'll do a succession. lot of research for my metaphysical. 
Oh, thing. not tonight? Oh, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Hey, I gotta go pick up my girlfriend, but after that. Okay, we'll see. Well. Okay. You have any uh, uh, parting words for our dear viewers? Um, what's your tagline? Don't, um, don't take advice from anyone except us. Yeah. Don't take advice from anyone except Donovan and Amen. Thank you. And Thank as you. always, <laughs> don't take advice from anyone except us. <laughs> Including Jordan, dumb bitch. Oh. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Love See you. See you next time. Bye.